The mother of a cheerleader created deep fake videos to allegedly harass her daughter's rivals. A two-foot-tall Indian man goes to the police for help finding a wife. And a sperm bank in space. Scientists consider building an ark on the moon to store millions of sperm specimens. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy, recording in Los Angeles. Thanks for joining me. I have three weird stories from all around the world. Come on. A cheerleader's mom created deep fake videos to allegedly harass her daughter's cheerleading rivals. This goes deep. The pathology, that is. A Pennsylvania mom allegedly sent some deep fake photos and videos of her teenage daughter's cheerleading rivals, depicting them naked, drinking, and smoking. These videos were sent to their coaches in an attempt to get them kicked off the cheerleading team. The police department said, this mom, oh boy, Raffaella Sponi, age 50, hey Raffaella, allegedly sent the manipulated photos and video to at least three of her daughter's teammates and their coaches on the cheerleading team. Uh, this is a rival on the same team, I'm wondering. Are these, these girls are on the same team, but she wanted them kicked off so her daughter could move up in the rank and file. Raffaella also anonymously sent messages, it says here, to the victims urging them to kill themselves, according to <laughs> anonymous messages. Yeah, you're never going to make it as a cheerleader. Just kill yourself. Kill yourself. You can't smile. <laughs> this is terrible, man. This this mom is just, whoo, boy. I mean, on the one hand, you got to, I mean, she'll do, she'll go to the lengths to help her daughter. She'll do anything to help the daughter succeed. But, I mean, this is major pathology. And this is a criminal, really, at the end of the day. Not okay. Uh, Raffaella was arrested is charged with three counts of cyber harassment of a child, three counts of harassment, just regular harassment. Uh, there's no indication that her high school-aged daughter knew that her mother was going about these schemes. Yeah, and you got to be pretty shocked to find that out. Especially if, like, you, you were promoted on the cheerleading squad. You think that you're just doing it on your own talent. You know, in your own virtues are getting you ahead in the game. And then you learn that, oh, no, your mother sent death threats to all the other girls. This is why <laughs> this is why you're the only one left on the team. Oh, I'm the captain now? Yeah, because everybody else is off the team because they had death threats sent to them. Oh, it's just so sad. It says here one victim's parents contacted the police in July saying that the girl was receiving harassing text messages from an anonymous number. Can you imagine just taking the time to just get the phone numbers of your daughter's cheerleading teammates and just send them anonymous text threats? I mean, what is wrong with you? Get a hobby, lady. Do something. I don't know. Start some scrapbooking club. This is just problematic. The girl and her coaches were sent photos that appeared to depict, depict them naked, drinking and smoking a vape pen. This, you know, creating deep fake photos and videos, that takes, like, time and money, I'd imagine. I mean, I'm assuming the mom isn't the one creating these deep fake videos. I think they require some skill, some technological know-how. My guess is she paid somebody to do it. 
I mean, if you're going to make them convincing, you have to get a professional to do them. So she even spent money to do this? This just seems... I mean, just, at that point, just bribe the coach lady. Just go over to the coach's house and be like, Hey, I'm just here to talk to you about my daughter. And uh, yeah, what do you think of this dress I'm wearing? I got some champagne. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's other ways to get your daughter a gig that don't involve ruining people's lives. The parents told the police they feared the videos could lead to their daughters being kicked off the team. Two more families came forward saying their daughters received the similar messages. Those victims were sent photos of themselves in bikinis. Ooh, the bikini photos, scandalous. Police determined the videos that uh, were deep fakes, digitally altered images that appear to be authentic. The images were created by mapping the girls' social media photos onto other images. In the investigation, police actually traced the phone numbers the girls received harassing, harassing messages from, which led them to a website that sells numbers to telemarketers. Ah, oh, my goodness. I mean, that'll ruin someone's life right there. You just hand out their number to some telemarketers or like one of those services. And you can start getting those calls about your, your car's warranty. Anybody getting those warranty calls still? Can we do something about that, President Biden? Yeah, yeah, great, great. I love the uh, stimulus package. But what about those vehicle warranty phone calls that have just not stopped since the virus? It's unbelievable. Okay, anyways, very sad story here. I feel terrible for the, the girls that were s slandered uh, all over some cheerleading BS. I feel bad for the daughter whose mother is obviously, you know, out of her mind and needs to be in a loony bin. <laughs> parents that take the stuff too far, man. We, You know, the world is just filled with these parents who didn't quite make the cheerleading team themselves or weren't the captain, didn't make the baseball or football team, and then they're just projecting their own failures and dreams and wishes onto their child and ruining their lives. This is what therapy is all about. I mean, 90% of the therapy industry is running on just people who have been destroyed by their parents not achieving their dreams. Right? right? <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Call the show. 646-450-2012. Help me. Help me find a wife. The police get a weird request from a two-foot-tall man. This occurred in New Delhi. The police received a startling and strange complaint from a two-feet-tall man who has sought their help in finding a partner. 26-year-old Azim Mansuri Azim has been searching for a bride for the last five years but has got dejection only because of his short height at two feet tall. Poor guy. Azim got fed up with repeated rejections and marriage proposals and finally decided he's going to go to the police for help hoping that they'll give him a hand as a form of public service. I mean, I don't know about the police in India. I mean, how much help can they provide you? Can you help me find a wife? Can you help me with this chili recipe? Is this common in India to approach the police for other forms of help in, in addition to just protection and, and, and whatnot? Help me, police. Help, help. What's the matter? Are you being robbed? No, no, I... I don't know how to build a website. Could you, <laughs> could you help me? Reportedly, two-foot-tall Azim has been looking for a life partner for over five years. He's the youngest among five siblings. He also runs a cosmetic shop with his brother. Ooh, he's successful, ladies. 
Although two feet tall, he runs a business, hey? He dropped out of school because of all the taunts, bullying, and insults that he had to face. He's had a tough life at two feet tall. You can imagine, poor Azim. But did that let him stop him from starting a business? No, it didn't. He runs a cosmetic shop with his brother. As I've read, this guy doesn't let his, his, uh, his diminutive size keep him back from achieving goals in life. His latest goal, of course, is to find a lady. He's struggling. So much so that he went to the police. I wonder what they said. Let's get into the article a little further and find out if the police drove him around in their car looking for a lady. Did the police help him open up a Tinder account? Like, what did they do? Did they help? I'm curious. I want to know what the Indian police are all about. It says here, when Azim turned 21, his parents started looking for a bride. However, his height was a major turnoff for women, and they rejected him. Azim says, I cannot sleep at night. I've been trying for so long now. Should I not have anyone to share my life with? Should I not? As he got tired of rejections, he thought of soliciting help from police. He reached the Shamli police station for help. According to one of the officers, he came to the station on Wednesday to request them to find a bride. The police said, Yeah, we didn't know what to do at the time, but we will, you know, we will see what can be done. We will try to help. I can't believe they're going to try and help. Azim told the media that he has been exploring means, working overtime to find a life partner. Doesn't say what he tried. I assume there's like a Tinder in India. In this regard, he's been approached by a former UP chief minister to help him get married. Wow, somebody, he's getting some political assistance here to get married. You know, people just seem to give a damn about this two-foot guy that owns a cosmetic store. They want to help him out. It doesn't say what's being done to help him. I mean, it's just, it seems like a lot of prayers, mostly, I'm sure. <laughs> just thoughts and prayers to this two-foot-year-old, two-foot, two-foot-tall-year-old, foot to top Two-foot-tall Indian man. My goodness, I couldn't even get that out. Uh, my accents were good, though. They were very on point. I did two different Indian man accents. I changed the pitch, the whole thing. Just give you a new character. Hey, it's a, it's a game of give and take here on the Weird AF News podcast. Uh, well, I wish this guy luck. It's just hard when you're two feet tall. Uh, what do you do? I don't know. I ask you guys out there, looking for any of you single people, would you consider... A guy who's two feet tall, although he owns a business and he seems to be, he seems like a driven man. He's probably very pleasant and kind. You don't have to worry about him cheating on you for sure. So <laughs> that's not nice, I guess. I'm sorry. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's times like these where you say, can you really look past something like this? You know, we all say the ideal approach to love is to you know, find somebody for who they are, not what they look like, you know, go beyond looks. But when you're dealing with someone who's only two feet tall, this might be a barrier. Can you look past that kind of physical characteristic, this kind of barrier? Um, you know, I don't know. Call the show. Sperm in space. Scientists consider building a sperm bank arc on the moon to store 6.7 million sperm specimens. Preserving life on Earth is on the minds of scientists these days as they prepare to store millions of sperm cells and ova on the moon. 
A group of scientists laid down their plans about providing the world with a modern global insurance policy. They are now in the stage of planning for the establishment of a sperm bank which can safely store reproductive cells, both the sperm and the ova. Coming from 6.7 million species on Earth, this will preserve the cells for both humans and animals. Yes, like an ark on the moon. The target location for the sperm bank will be beneath the moon's surface. How are they going to get it under there? Send a bunch of guys up there digging around. We haven't been on the moon in a long time. Are we going to make another trip? Is that what's happening here? The study's author, Jekin Thanga, who has a team from the University of Arizona, submitted a report to the annual Institute of Electrical and Electronics Engineers Aerospace Conference over the weekend. He stated that the Earth is a naturally volatile environment. Yes, so... A better option? He proposed to set up a human seed vault on the moon. For him, it means to jumpstart a planetary exodus. The proposition is to store all of these reproductive cells in what are called lunar pits. Scientists discovered these pits fairly recently. They believe that lava once flowed through them billions of years ago under the surface of the moon. In the presentation, it showed that the sperm bank on the moon will cryogenically preserve different species in case a global disaster on Earth would occur. Thanga noted that the pits can provide the perfect storage space for reproductive cells. The ark will go down approximately 80 to 100 meters underground. The pits will then provide ready-made shelter from the surface of the moon. They can endure major temperature swings. They will also be safe from radiation and Incoming meteorites. There is currently already a housing plant seed arc found on the Norwegian island of Spitsbergen. It's called the Svalbard Global Seed Vault. Scientists say that the stone structure can endure and will remain undisturbed by elements, including humans. But I assume that they want to do one for animals and humans as well. They'll put that on the moon. Uh, they should also put the seed vault up there as well. Why, why not just do both up there on the moon just in case the seed vault here on Earth gets disturbed or something? Uh, well, I mean, you could always do this in a floating space station as well. It doesn't even have to be on the moon. We could have a floating ark. Really, you can make it in the shape of the ark just floating around the Earth's atmosphere. All our seeds up there. I mean... Make a bunch of these vaults. Put one on the moon, one in Antarctica, one in a space station. Just blast one out into the deep reaches of space. See if it lands somewhere and just seeds a whole new Earth. Uh, I like the way they're thinking, though. They're thinking, you know, let's think forward. Let's think forward. A lot of times we are, pro, we are not proactive, we are reactive. This is one of these instances where we're actually being proactive, and I like that. Because I tell you, I mean, I, I often look around what's going on and, and I wonder ah how how much longer we got here on the earth huh fires it's snowing in Texas like what is going on <laughs> the pandemic I'm just waiting for the zombies to just crawl out of the graves and just start <laughs> brains any day now like I'm ready for it I'm expecting it so I always wonder what do we do how do we ensure our longevity this is one of those uh, projects that gives me hope. I love it. It's the sound of science. <laughs> Lastly, I'm just wondering why they didn't ask me to hand over uh, my spermatozoa 
for the everlasting arc? I mean, come on, people. Do you want to make some cool humans in the future? Oh, what? All right. I'm ready. I'm available. I'm willing. All right. I'm going to charge you, but I'm here. Hello, my friends and supporters, listeners, loyal listeners of Weird AF News. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for getting all the way to the end. I hope you had a nice weekend. I hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday stories as well. Thanks to everyone who sent them. I got a new patron that I want to give some love to. It's Chris Sigsby. Chris has joined the Patreon. Chris has been a supporter of the show for a bit. We've had some interaction on the, uh, was it emails? Yes, emails, I believe. Yes, Chris has sent some articles. Just an overall great supporter of the show. So big shout out to Chris Sigsby for joining the Patreon. Thank you, Chris. You joined the Patreon. I love you for joining the Patreon. You get a song dedicated to your Patreon enrollment. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. I said I loved you in there. Yeah. So what? So what, guys? All right. What? I can love listeners. Um, yeah. Thanks, Chris. And enjoy the extra content. You guys, there's extra content in there. Hello. Get with it. And I'm going to put up some more this week. You better believe it. I'm trying to get together with, with my buddy Dave, another comedian, to record a bonus episode because I like to do, to do that with him. And the bonus episodes are quite fun. Uh, also, when you're in the Patreon, you can download the Alligators Everywhere song and make that a ringtone. That's pretty dope. <laughs> right, guys? I mean, where else are you going to get the Alligators Everywhere song, huh? Huh? Where else are you going to get it? Well, I mean, I guess you could email me and ask for it and I'd send it to you. I mean, I'm just, I'm kind of like that, you know. But yeah, the Patreon, you get that stuff automatically. So it's pretty cool. So enjoy that stuff, Chris. And if there's anything you'd like to see added to the Patreon, don't hesitate to contact your man Jonesy right here. Funnyjones at gmail.com, by the way, guys, if you'd like to send me an article or just say what's up. Also, check out weirdafnews.com where you can go and join the Patreon right there. Just click a button. Super easy. Weirdafnews.com. You can also submit articles through there or buy Jonesy a cup of coffee, which is pretty dope. Uh, Okay, I think, am I going to publish some phone calls after this? No, no, I'll do that tomorrow. So call the show, though, if you, uh, you know, you want to get in on that, if uh, you'd like to react to any of the stories that I published today. 646-450-2012. And follow me on Instagram at, tw- uh, at Funny Jones. And I want to thank you all again. Thank you so much. I'll see you tomorrow.